Business in the Okanagan Matters. This is Law Talk with lawyers Clay Williams and Tanvir Gill from FH&P Lawyers, LLP. They talk business and take your questions at podcast at fhplawyers.com. Now, here's Clay Williams. So for the second time in a row, uh, Clay is away and I've done this to him twice, so I deserve to have it done to me. And Fortunately, we have <laughs> Clarissa Lester back on our podcast today. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Back by popular demand. Oh, yeah. I heard the people <laughs> had to have me talk about rescission periods. Yeah. The fans were dying for you. I don't think Clay's missed anymore, and we might just need to make a permanent change. It's going to be the Clarissa and Tanvir show. <laughs> I think, well, it helps that, you know, I'm about 100 years younger than him. So. I know. And I think our ads would look a lot better on Castanet. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> He's also really proud about that ad, but I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, each to their own. <laughs> Well, um, I'm happy to be here, and it's, I think, your last show of the year. It is. We have the last show of the year. We're dialing down a bit. We're into December now, um, which is why this topic is so relevant. Last (laughs) time we talked about the foreign buyer ban, and it was important to talk about because it's coming into play in January. Mm -hmm. So another massive change for those, you know, everybody really, because how does real estate not affect everybody Everybody. (laughs) so another big change is going to be the implementation of what we heard last year being called the cooling off period right um so a legislation called the home buyer rescission period regulation has been um introduced Mm -hmm. and what it's essentially doing is creating a period of time that a buyer can make an offer and then rescind or take back their offer right Yeah. So people who are used to buying, you know, new builds like in, um, you know, the Ella or Aqua, they're familiar with the time period that you can take back your offer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I won't get too into it, but those of you who, you know, have bought a brand new unit like that will know what the policy is. So now starting January 3rd, 2023, and this is just in BC for now, um, what this policy is going to apply to is not just those types of units, also detached homes, semi-detached homes, townhouses, apartments in a duplex, residential strata lots, and manufactured homes that are fixed to land. What this won't apply to is um, residential property on lease land, so WFN land, um, leasehold interest in residential real estate, so, you know, long-term leases that we register on title. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, sales that are made at auction sales by way of assignment. So if I made an offer, it was accepted. And then I assigned that on to you mm-hmm. and, um, pre-construction sales and sales under court order. So there's a list of things that it won't apply to and a list of things that it will apply to. Essentially, the majority of property that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, it does apply to, and it applies to residential real estate sales, including private sale contracts. So even if you use a realtor to draft something up, a um, lawyer, or you are just working with your neighbor to purchase your neighbor's house and you don't want to involve Mm -hmm. a professional to write the contract for you, it still applies. Right. I imagine they're going to have to include some sort of language in the contracts for that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I know that realtors have most likely seen drafts of what the brand new, um, you know, standard form contracts are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine that they are now going to probably add in all the language talking about rescission periods. What is the time period? Um, and probably the estimated date of what the rescission day is. Yeah. 
It's my understanding that the regulation will provide the buyer the ability to exercise their rescission right within three clear business days. And the key with that is that the business days won't include Saturdays, Sundays, or holidays. Yeah. So same way that a deposit has to be paid in a clear business day, Mm -hmm. um, the same language would apply to the rescission period. Um, It's also something that can't be waived. So I can't just Mm -hmm. make an offer and say, here's my offer, strike out, you know, the part of the contract that talks about rescission period and say, take my offer over. XYZ's <laughs> offer, I won't exercise my rescission right. You yeah. can't waive it. How long do you think it'll be until you get a contract across your desk that it's all crossed off? <laughs> Probably right away. Yeah. Nobody reads <laughs> anything read and it. they're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it this way. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> so how is a buyer going to exercise this rescission right? Yeah. Their ability to say, never mind, I woke up the next day and I changed my mind, you know, within the three business days. Um, so you can give the seller notice through registered mail, fax, and email, um, as long as there is a red receipt or personal service. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you have to include in that notice that you are rescinding um, the address or the description of the property, like the Mm -hmm. PID, the legal address, names and signatures of the buyers, the names of the sellers and the date of the notice. Yeah. So all the basics really. Yeah. You know, one thing I thought when this first came out last year about the cooling period Mm -hmm. is how is this going to help the supply problem? Just because... A bunch of buyers can now make an offer and then say, never mind, I rescind, I'm taking it back. How is this going to bring a bunch of houses onto the market? Um, Mm -hmm. Because you can't just go out there, make 10 different offers. I mean, you could, but there is, (laughs) you do need to take one more step, which I'll let you talk about, but take going out making 10 offers and rescinding all of them means you have to pay all 10 sellers yeah that's the thing it could get quite costly because if you do exercise your right to rescind you have to pay a fee of 0.25 percent of the purchase price so meaning you know if you have a million dollar home this would result in a $2,500 fee paid to the seller and that's got to be paid within 14 days after the buyer has exercised their right to rescission so yeah. that's a pretty quick turnaround and that could get very expensive if you're doing this to a whole bunch of properties oh yeah I think it's so interesting and super important that they have the fee that you have to pay to rescind because honestly I couldn't think about how this was going to be put into practice because like I said I just if it's a supply issue to me I I think I say this all the time every time we talk about real estate I think it's a supply issue I just don't I didn't understand why it would matter to give buyers the three days because we have a time period that you can put in for conditions. Yeah. So now on top of giving yourself conditions, you every single buyer has the right to take, you know, three days and turn around and say, never mind. I mean, I guess it makes sense in the situation where you have multiple, you know, offers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not just all about whether there's unconditional deals because a lot of people gravitated to those unconditional deals. Oh, for now sure. Now you can make an unconditional deal pay that 0.25% fee and pull back. So, Uh you know, two unconditional deals would not really matter if it's an unconditional deal and a deal with subjects, both can still walk away. So I Uh I see that. um, But I mean, with the interest rates and all that, I don't know. I'd be interested to see how this is going to come into play and how many of those scenarios we're actually going to see. Well, exactly. Because again, I feel like this is kind of like, you know, if this had happened a while ago when the market was really hot and people were coming in with absolutely no subject to removals, like clear contracts, um, then yeah, I could see where this maybe would be more helpful. But now with the market slowing down a little bit, I don't know how much this will be utilized. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know with like speaking of interest rates, a Mm -hmm. lot of people just didn't understand what that meant until sadly their subjects were removed and it was well into like a few months to weeks. in. Mm -hmm. And at that point you can't do, 
you know, a rescission. No. Um, so, well, so, exactly. So three days, like, I'm not sure, like you buy, you put an offer in, you're like, Oh, no, thanks. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do like the fact that there is a fee that has to be paid though. Yeah. Flat out 0.25%. And I'm sure that the contract is going to have, you know, the calculation put in there, the 14 days clearly put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm interested to read the new standard form and see exactly what that's going to look like and see how, you know, everyone interprets it because oh, yeah. things can be as clear as possible and <laughs> people will interpret them in entirely different ways. Oh so yeah. Laws I'm like clear as mud yeah. sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Isn't all, all legislation just so clear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I love reading yeah. it all the time. So I'm sure we're going to have tons of questions. I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to work and be actually put into practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Well, that's all we had really on this topic. Like I said last time or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, I just don't want to talk too much about it until we see much more in play and until we have a chance to see what the contracts look like because I don't want to freak out any of our listeners and make <laughs> no. them think that something <laughs> is in place and it's not. So, you know, aerial view, we're giving a very generalized idea of the topic um, and maybe once January has come and gone and we see what these contracts look like and we see how it's actually being put into practice. We should do another podcast on this topic. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because I think a lot of this for the government will be a bit of trial and error. And I think once they actually have this in practice, they'll start realizing what's not working, what needs to be changed. And so I think we're going to see a lot of legislation changes coming up in the new year. Yep. Well, speaking of the new year, it has been a crazy year, Mm -hmm. a busy year. It really has been. I'm kind of glad we're rolling down and going into 2023. Oh, I know. I've had so many people tell me, I want to get this done by the end of the year. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you're in your first year. So when you're in your third year, fourth year, like me, you'll learn how to say no. Yeah. <laughs> it just can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're learning. You're all, you always start off being a yes person. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> so looking back on 2022, you know what we should end this podcast off with? Our peak in our pit oh so what has been your peak of 2022 and what has been the pit for you of 2022 oh my I'm gonna have to think about this one well for peak I would say one big thing this year was I officially became a lawyer in May so that's been a pretty long endeavor you know with undergrad law school and articling that's been about a decade so pretty (laughs) excited to be finally finished and now you're going to be learning for the rest of your life. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> because the imposter syndrome is oh real. Oh my God. And I think that's the pit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the never ending imposter syndrome. It's, oh. uh, it's real, but you helped me a lot. So that's great. Oh, thank you. What about you? Okay. Mm, I have a couple of peaks. Let's yeah. see. I also bought my, I bought a new home this year, which is exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. No, I guess a pit would have been, the fact that I never really had a wedding. <laughs> oh, I can relate. <laughs> this also happened to Clarissa, but I booked a wedding, canceled a wedding, booked another wedding, canceled that wedding, and booked a third wedding and canceled <laughs> my third wedding oh, to the same guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Got tons of deposits lost and finally just eloped, which yeah. happened like last year but earlier this year we finally had our reception which was nice um, yeah and because of all the unbanned travel I was able to have all my family come from London which was so nice mm-hmm. um so that was a peak 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can really relate to that because, I mean, I'm finally getting married next year. We just we decided to wait. Um, But the amount of friends who have recently come forward to tell me that they weren't sure if we were going to make it um, (laughs) because we've had such a long engagement. I'm like, you guys realize there is like a global pandemic for like two out of those three years. Right. But (laughs) yeah, people watch our next day edit, which like nobody was at. Yeah. And they're like, that's just so sad. I wish I was there. I'm like, sad. Sad for you? Like, yeah. Who are we sad for? Exactly. <laughs> sad you weren't there? Come yeah. on. <laughs> so anyways, it's been a great year. Every high comes with a low. Is that the saying? I don't know if that's quite the saying, yeah. but I think we should go with it. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers to the new year. Cheers. <laughs> FHMP lawyers are rooted in community and ready to help. Send your business law questions to podcast at fhplawyers.com.